ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tiny Tim. Thank you, thank you, thank you, my dear wonderful friends. What a thrill it is to be... Wonderful. Delightful. Delightful. <laughs> Stupid. I liked the introduction to the song, which is why Yeah, that I was included great. It. I'm kind of a little offended that people like laugh at him while he's like performing in like falsetto. I, uh you know? They like think he's a I joke. Don't, I don't know. And I don't just, know how I wonder how he, I wonder how he felt about it. Oh well, we can't because he's fucking dead. Yeah, he uh, ate too many peanut butter and bacon j- sandwiches. <laughs> like Elvis. All the greats. They love peanut butter and bacon. Ah, oh, man. And we're back. For another episode of yeah. Bored to, to Death. Death. I'm Bill. And I'm Haley. And we are back after a three-month hiatus. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, I don't we've know been when... Having, we've been having child... Yeah, we're, tr- we're troubled. We're having... We're having we're having children. There's, yeah. just chil- there's just children. We're struggling with the troubles, as the Irish call it. The troubles. The troubles. <laughs> yeah. The troubles. <laughs> yeah. We've, got, we've got a case of the troubles. We've got two terrorists living in our <laughs> Fucking Two Irish terrorists, terrorists living in our home. Yeah, they are mostly Irish. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They're yeah. mostly Irish, and they are definitely terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. That's offensive, what I'm saying. It's a joke, people. Anyway, I don't, I don't care. I'm so, too tired to care. So, so tonight we're going to be talking about what, Bill? We're talking about Wiz War, and who's getting uh, who's getting clubbed to death, or poked to death, or soldered to death, the soldering iron. Soldering to death. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking about the the Cowtown murder. Cowtown. Right. It's so it's <laughs> okay. not actually called Cowtown. I'm tr- but Oof, in okay. a small in a small town outside of Fort Worth. Okay. Um, I guess Plano, where white people come from. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, I forget the name of the little town, but it's it's outside of Fort Worth, and I will look it up by the time we get to my segment. Okay. And it is a very <laughs> interesting story. In fact, I told this story just like off the top of my head. Uh, to my mother this afternoon in the car because you know I inundate people with true crime and my mother is interested in just about everything I say and my mommy thinks I'm special and wonderful. Yeah, that's true. And so that I told true. I I, re- I regaled her with this story and she was fascinated. So um, she's I will fascinated be... by fucking anything though. This is true. However, she, like, like I said, my mommy thinks I'm special and wonderful. And she's like, what's what's all these these things in here in the garage, Bill? I'm like. Ah, it's for this like Mordheim thing. Like her, and she's but like, you're like her favorite person. Yeah, Lesbi- she, lesbians love you. 
Yeah, that's, that's true. Like yeah. like a flame that draws attracts the moths. They love you. I don't know what it is. It's my unassuming, what... very gentle demeanor. You're you're, you're very non-threatening. Yeah. Yes, you're a very handsome man who's non-threatening, I've and got, I think lesbians are. I've got good cheese. They, they melt. Haircuts, ha- buzz haircuts, just like a moth to the bill flame. Well, I don't think the lesbians cross the street. They don't. No, I don't think it'd work on them. No. They're both Coast Guard butches. <laughs> okay, we're we'll we'll talk about that another time. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about Wiz War. War. <laughs> so why okay. don't you tell us a little bit about okay. the game itself? So Wizwar is a, a a tabletop game, little board game for two to four players, and it was published by a guy named Tom Jolly, believe it or not, in 1985. Oh, stop it! His name is Tom Jolly, and a, he had his own pub, self-publishing company called Jolly Games. Oh my god! Yeah, and he like published it out of his own garage amongst like two or three other games. Can I just say to... something about that? I have so much admiration for people who go and like do what makes them happy yeah like people who are like you know what i am not gonna work for the man be a wage slave i'm gonna go do something that may or may not make me money but it's gonna make me happy regardless and i have a lot of respect for people like that i really do too i'll be honest like there's not to get off on a tangent here but there's like a few people that i've met recently that are like that that are nerdy and they've like have are attempting or are currently like making a living out of doing that. Yeah. And I tell them, I tell each and every one of them like, wow, I really appreciate and res- have a lot of respect for you because I'm a cowardly wage slave. <laughs> like I, I wouldn't have the chutzpah, the gumption yeah. to do that. Like, and I'm the, sure your their partners too the are cojones. Yeah. The, uh, huevos. Yeah. The huevos. Yeah. Huevos con chorizos. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, balls with big balls. Is that what that means in Spanish? I believe it means an old, very old wooden, wooden ship. ship. Yeah. God. But yeah, like, I don't think that they, uh, you know, and I'm sure, like, their partners are also equally as supportive, too, right? And they also yeah. have the courage to, to do, the, to do right, that kind of shit. Right, to take that kind of a jump. Anyway, yeah. like, I, yeah. I'm jealous of those kinds of people. I am also a wage slave. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I um, I can relate to that. Yeah. Tell me more about that. <laughs> tell me more. Let's talk about being a wage slave. Anyway, let's tell me more about Jolly Games. All right, so Thomas Woodworth Jolly. I don't know if that's his middle name, but he published his game out of his own garage in 1985 and shopped around and got rejected a bunch of times and finally published it himself. And like the first edition of the game, I would literally like give my left testy, like my left like huevos con chorizo or whatever for a copy of the first edition because it was literally like in this like cardboard box and all the pieces were in ziploc bags yeah oh my god yeah, and seriously? he hand drew like all of like the little tokens and shit oh my god the passion yeah and he um it's but anyway amazing. so like we played the very first time like god like seven or eight years ago or something like that it was a long Some, ass time ago i mean we've been married for seven years yeah so I don't like remember the first. Yeah, I was about to say I don't remember the first time we ever played this game, but we played that version. Yeah, we played the old version. Where did you get that game? So I got that when I was like in 
high school. No, you didn't. Yeah. You've had that game that uh-huh. we played that we played since high school. Yeah, and that's that's like the sixth edition or something like that. And like the artwork is by this guy uh, Phil McVezzy or Vazy or something like that. Yeah. And it's like they call it the purple box, and the um, you know it's all like old school looking, just flat card stock kind of crap. It's nothing like fancy whatsoever. It's kind of yeah. goofy art and all that stuff. Um, but it's very much a beer and pretzels game. I feel like Wiz War was my first introduction to board games that mm-hmm. are not the mainstream. I feel like the first time we yeah. ever played, like we played this game before we ever even touched like Dominion. Yeah, and we played, well, we played Zombie Dice too. Remember after we went to, uh, that, I think that was when we started yeah. playing games. Yeah, so when we first started playing games, we started playing Wiz War and we started playing Zombie Dice mm-hmm. because... Like, we went to the first Comic-Con that mm. I had ever been to. Yeah, me too. And was it the first time you'd ever gone to Comic-Con? No, I went to the one in Madison Square Garden oh. one time. I, I don't know if it was, a, yeah. it was Comic-Con, whatever. Anyway. Something like that. But but Wiz War was the first board game I ever played that was in the fantasy realm. Yeah. Right? It was the first board game I think I ever played that like wasn't monopoly or mm-hmm. a traditional board game yeah a traditional board yeah. game like one that everybody's heard of so um and i it was my like segue mm-hmm. right yeah yeah it's so like tell- a, it's like a zany like quirky little and it's simple it is very simple it's a simple yeah. fun easy to engage with game so why don't you yeah. tell us a little bit about the rules so each for each number of players that, that are playing you have a tile a dungeon tile and all it is is just like a square flat mat piece of cardboard that has little like dungeon walls in it it's like a little labyrinthine labyrinthine maze with exits on for all four sides of it so that way they're modular and you can twist them however you want and each wizard starts on their own like center of each tile so if you have a two if you're playing a two-player game you just line up two of them together and it doesn't matter which one but you line them up and then you um and then you place your wizards on the center of each one and then each wizard has their own two treasure chests that they place at designated spots on those uh their own little like home dungeon base Mm -hmm. there's mark there's there's demarcations yes exactly and so like the whole point of the game is to do one of two things it's either to reduce the health points or life points of the opposing wizard to zero and kill them to murder to murder the wizard or to steal it's almost like capture fly like steal the opposing or just get two treasure chests of your opponents back Mm -hmm. to your home home like square yeah. Like labyrinth terrain tile. Thing. So you have to steal their treasure and move it into your tile. Correct. Yep. So it's like capture the flag in that regards. Yes. Right. Um, and each player starts the game with five cards and like it's all all these cards are drawn from the same common deck and they have they're all spells. They're either one of two things. They're spells or they're number cards. Um, the number cards are numbered one through I think six or something like that. Yeah, I think the but highest I've ever seen was yeah it was like a six yeah maybe six or seven um and the each player can take a turn to do a number of things they can each player can move up to three spaces and then you can augment your movement with a number card right so you can move further and faster and then you can cast one spell um one like attack spell and then once you throw cast your attack spell then that's it for your turn 
Um, <clears throat> so you can move and then like throw a rock, which is like not an attack spell, but it's like an action card kind of deal. Or you can cast like a non-attack or cast a non-attack spell, like turn a wall and make a wall invisible and move through it, and then move a little bit and then cast an attack spell to try to harm someone else. Um, or you can um, throw up like a giant block of stone to block a just magically like out of thin air block a hallway in a dungeon. You can throw up a wall of fire, you all sorts of stuff. You basically draw cards, number or action cards, and they tell you what you can do. Yeah. Right. Like it's, I'm just it's, giving examples of like the right, different spells I'm, that you can do. Right. I know, but like I feel like for simpletons as such as myself. I hear our son rustling around upstairs. Oh, yeah. Um, but for, you know, very simple people, it's nice to be able to just read cards that are like... It tells you what to do. Exactly what you can do. Yeah. It's, it's nice. Oh, for sure. And the art on the cards is pretty cool, too. Yeah. Well, it's like old school, like 90s, like height of the 90s kind of artwork where it's just like simple, zany, like ink drawings, that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. I, I really like that stuff. Can I tell you my favorite thing about yes. the old game that we played originally? Mm -hmm. They smelled like library cards. That's like true. Like old yeah. library cards. Like, that old book smell is, yeah. like, my uh, love language. Yeah. You know what I mean? I remember, so, because for, for all the listeners out there, uh, I went to Baylor University and in Texas. Yeah, Jeff knows that. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's like the oldest university in Texas. Um, maybe maybe UT's a little older, but it literally was started in 1845. So for Texas, that's pretty old, which yeah. is, it's before Texas was a state. And so the library is old as shit. And you just walk into that building and that smell is like the entirety of the building. Mm -hmm. And so it was super nice to be able to smell that smell on our cards, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. You can definitely buy that. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, so it's really easy to, easy to learn, easy to pick up. It's a beer and pretzels game. You can play it like while you're fucking hammered. Like if you yes, really like, we're you, so, and we have been, yeah, we have yeah, many we a Hobbit. time played this game drinking. It's a good, I like that. I like that, that concept of a beer and pretzels game. Cause yeah. it's like the game is just complicated enough or challenging enough to be engaging, mm -hmm. but it's simple enough that you can like not be, you don't have to like keep your guard up in yeah. order to, to be successful at it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So um, after, you know, players just take it in successive turns, um, once you move, you cast spells. And, yeah. Oh, my God. And you cast spells. Then you can, uh, at the end of your turn, you can then just, you can discard spells and or cards from your hand, and then you can draw back up to five. So if you use three cards that turn from a hand of five and you only had two left, you draw up to three. Um, to make sure you always have five in your hand, which is pretty neat. And, you know, if you had a really nice spell that you had that you played and your opponent's like, oh, man, I wish I had that spell. There's a turn. There's an eventuality that you will eventually see that or draw that card as well in the future because they all go into the discard pile. And then once you're unable to draw from the deck, 
you then just shuffle the cards back in, and everyone's gets everyone gets a turn at the spells. Yes, and it's a it's a really quick game. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like a very good way to just like describe the game, like the, what we've told them so far. Yeah, them the proverbial them. Um, but the game takes like 10, 15 minutes. Maybe twenty. Maybe twenty. It's the setup. The, the setup takes like thirty seconds. I have a question though. Yeah. So, because this game is technically for two to four players, yeah. am I correct? Mm-hmm. How do you play if there's four players? Because technically, like the way we've been playing in that is that like when one of us moves the other person's treasure into our square the game is over yeah right? you just like i said like you have to take two treasures of any players it doesn't have to be two of one player okay so just win. only one person wins the game it doesn't yeah. okay so the first person to move two treasure into their territory okay of one specific person or does, no oh. it does, yeah it doesn't matter which one yeah because we've never had anyone else to play this game with yeah i've never <laughs> yeah we're lonesome and nerdy losers. <laughs> no one yeah. will play with us. Um, okay, so that's how you play the game. So it mm-hmm. doesn't. You don't have to get the same two. You don't have to get the two treasures from the same person. It can no, be from any anyone. two people. You just have to have two treasure. Got it. Yeah, two treasure chests. Okay. 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 Yeah. Cool. Okay. So the first person to get two treasure chests. Back into their yes, like like it's easier to kill the opponents. It's easier to kill your opponent in a one v one game than it is to steal the two treasure chests. Most of the time, I feel. Mm -hmm. Um, But in like larger, like three to four player games, it's actually like easier to just do the treasure chest because like while they're off like fighting someone else, I can just sneak in and grab their treasure chest and that kind of shit. Ah. Um, But yeah, yeah. it's a great game. It is a great game. I, I I feel like it's a um, it's small, right? Let's talk about the like physicality of the game. It's small. It doesn't take up a shitload of space. Yeah, it's at, super small. Yeah, like we. At least the old school version. Yeah, the old school version is small. Well, the new version is also small, but they've like, I don't. I Added like the older. I I have to be honest with you. I like the old version more than I yeah. like the new version because the new version just basically slapped paint on like, they just like. Updated the art and added yeah, shit. Yeah, it's like this. You know, when, whenever McDonald's comes yeah. out with like a new McGriddle. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, we have this brand new, you know, McRib. Yeah, he's not the Hamburglar. He's the Ham Dazzler. Ham Diddler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he diddles yeah. the hamburgers. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So let me, let, let me backtrack here a little bit about the history of um, Wiz War because it is long and illustrious. Unfortunately, and it's oh, as geez. weird as it is to say. Anyway, so after you're Tom not, Jolly, you're not going to regale us, are you? Uh, all right. So after Tom Jolly, <laughs> like he eventually like got Chessex Games, who are they're like a ba- major like dice manufacturer for the most part, oh. um, to actually pick up the the publishing rights for it, and then mm-hmm. Chessex sold it sold it to Fantasy Flight Games in 2010. So Chessex had it from oh. like 1995, I think, to 2010 for 15 full years. 
Um, and then Fantasy Flight Games picked it up in 2010, 2012, something like that. Yes. And then they started releasing like the bigger boxes and that kind of shit, which is like unnecessary. Yeah, I fucking hate that. I, I do too. Um, crazy. It's like, dude, this, is such a, this was such a beautifully sim- simple game, like, and you just had to add shit to it for no right. reason. Which is well, very surprising for Fantasy Flight. Well, no, it's actually unsurprising because, like, the more shit you can throw in a box, the more you can charge for it. Exactly. You know, like, Wiz War, like, whenever my parents bought it for me when I was in high school, I think was, like, 15 bucks or something like that for that small, thin box. Yeah. You know, and it's, like, you know, in the 90s, like, I mean, maybe... 15 bucks in the 90s is a lot of money, though. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Um, It's probably, like, 30 Like, early 2000s, whatever that looks like. But, like, now it's, like, Wiz War is, like, 40 bucks, 50 bucks for, like, this big box. And it's, like, dude, you don't need all that shit. It's just such a simple fucking game. Like, yeah. Anyway, I digress. Yeah. I, I, so here's what I'll say. Can we talk about our ratings? Yeah, just fucking go for it, man. So here's, here's my thing. I got COVID, probably. I'm tired. You're, you don't have COVID. Ugh. I'm brain fogged. Oh, jeez. I'm off my A game. I don't... Okay. <laughs> Um, so here's what I'll say about the game. Okay. I think it's a fun game. I don't think it's my favorite game. No. In that, like, I don't think it's as, in what I would say to my students, as rigorous as I think it could be. Um, after 30 years of its, of its development, really all they've done to the game is, like, slap new paint on it. You know, they put new coats of paint on it and, like, call it new. And it's, like... Uh, they did other shit, too. It was, like, it's Yeah, they did, they, they changed... Yeah, well, th- the structure of the game is still essentially the same. And it's a very yeah. simple... It's a very simple game. It's a good game. It's a solid game. I enjoy playing it, whether it's the new game or the old game. I prefer the old game because I like the smell of old books. However, that may not be available to most people. Um, but I, I, I think it's, it's a good game. It's not my favorite game. That's what I'll say. Nailed it. Yeah. It's not the most engaging game you could play. Okay. Well, this is something that we should be, should have been doing this entire fucking time that we've had this podcast, but rated on a scale of one to 10. I literally suggested us doing that originally, and you were like, yeah. no, that's yeah. a bad idea. We should do that at the very end of every season. Oh, and I was like, right. and I was like, yeah. why? <laughs> well, I think it'd be actually be a good, uh, I think it'd be a good uh, episode un- unto itself. It would just, be like, a good episode unto itself. However, I feel like it's a good, solid data point. Okay. Fair you know enough. what I mean? I was wrong, and so. you're usually right. So I don't need you to repeat that. So I'll just put that in my back pocket. Anyway, um, I would give this game a seven. I feel like a six is unfair and very overly critical. A seven is solid. Yeah, I mean, like it's, I don't. Maybe I I would argue a 6.5. Yeah, I'd, I'd do 6.5. Right? Like, because I feel like six is too harsh. It was great seven for Seven might time. be a little bit too gracious. It's, it's six great. And a half. It's great considering that it was made almost 40 fucking years ago. I'm going to give it a set. I'm going to give the old game a seven Ooh, and yeah, the new, new game one. a six. Yeah, that's good. I like that. The old game has the smell. Yeah. And like, it's just like the goofy fucking artwork. And the goofy artwork and like the cardstock. Yeah. There's, there's just something about it's the texture. Softer. 
Yeah, there was something about like the it's all, like the cardstock. It's not it doesn't have that gloss. No, it's on velvety. It. It's like soft. Yeah, it, it's almost like it's almost been like it's like velour. What's it called when when people write calligraphy? <laughs> it's it's got like it's got like the feel of like a calligraphied card. I don't know what that you know calligraphied. I don't know. Like bond. Yeah, it's bond got paper. that great. It's got that great yeah. texture at the old game, but you know that's not available to most people. So that's true. I would say that the game is a six and a half. Yeah. The new one can suck it. The new one? Triple H. Suck it. Suck it. We've been doing that all oh, week. Oh, it's been great. We, we're bringing back the early 2000s, oh, people. It's the peak of American culture. It's the late 90s, really. Yeah. Where really we were peaks. triple H'ing. We've been triple H'ing all weekend. All week. At each other. Yeah. At pe- other at strangers. At strangers. Yeah. Just me. Ne'er dwells. I'm a mother. I'm a mother. I'm a <laughs> mother of two in my early in my mid thirties, and I've just been triple H in my balls off. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> suck it. Suck it. Oh, kids, you want some candy for Halloween? Well, suck it. I, I'm, the bowl's I, empty. I bought my Jinkos. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I got my puka shell necklace. Ooh. Let's do this thing. Oh man. Okay, so let's go into the what you like and what you don't like about because we're. Surprising for such a simple fucking game. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, I kind of already did that. I rated it. I talked about what I did and didn't like. You do it. You didn't talk about anything of that. Any uh, of that sort. I'm right. tired. Okay. Okay. No, okay. So what I like. I like the smell. <laughs> uh, okay. I like. I already talked about what, this this stuff. We're, I like the way. I like. I like. Um, the game doesn't take up a lot of space in my house. Okay. It is a relatively simple game. Okay. It's easy for me to engage with okay. because it only takes 20 minutes to play. Yeah. So I don't have to stay focused for very long, which is a huge plus for me. Yeah, and yet somehow like still like both of our attentions like wander during this very simple short fucking game too. Well, I've it's noticed. because it's because we live in 2022 and we're fighting with analog games versus digital. Yeah. And kids, our terrorists, our little Irish terrorists. Yeah, our little Irish car bombs. Yeah. God. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely yeah. going to start calling our children Irish car bombs. That's what they are. All this right. is very offensive. Well, you know. I feel like Irish people would listen to this podcast and go like, these dumb, dirty Americans. Well, yeah. Anyway. We got to deal about it. We don't, we don't mean any offense, Irish people. Anyway. Um, minuses. Uh, dead air. Uh, like, Which the, the minuses for me are like... <sighs> We don't have to have any. Yeah, I don't really have any minuses. It's just okay. like, it's just not as, it's just not the best game I've ever played. You know what All I mean? Right. Like, yeah, fair enough. It's not, the, there's no story. There's a minus. Oh, there we go. There's That's really good. no story. It's all just disjointed things that happen like, to be you're happening. You're a wizard in a dungeon. You're a wizard and you in a dungeon the... and you have to do this thing. You have to kill the other wizard. Pretty much. So there's very little story to attach to. There's no story. There's no story. <laughs> Well, I mean, there is, right? Like, you're a wizard could you, in a dungeon. Could you imagine Harry Potter being blasted into a fucking dungeon like that? And be like, you're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> you have to kill another wizard. Uh, literally, that is what happens in the Chamber of Secrets. So, oh. you're dumb. Uh, <laughs> I read the first four books, and that was like 15 years ago. You read ago. the first four? Oh. 
You read the first four, four books and didn't get that no. reference. But that's like the it's like the wizard equivalent of like having two wizards stand there and like you kind of like break a pool, pool cube in half and like throw one half of it onto the floor like the Joker does in Dark Knight. It's like I to the death. Yeah. I, I, I'm <laughs> yeah. off while I watch. Yeah. While I watch. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We're having tryouts. <laughs> you do a really good impression of the Joker. Oh, I feel like I feel like most really people good. do. It's like really not that. Hard I can't do it. Yeah, hey, you don't. I don't have a. I don't have testosterone. Yeah. Or as much as you do. Anyway. That's true. All right. So, um, all right. Things that I like and things I don't like about it. Uh, similar to yours in that, like, I like that it's compact. I like that it's just fucking simple. Like, literally, like, there's so many games out there now. Like, when I go on Instagram and, like, BoardGameGeek.com, like, it's every fucking week. <laughs> I'm sorry. When you go on to BoardGameGeek.com? Yeah. It's a forum for board game nerds. Jesus I'm not even kidding. Christ. Like, if you get the BGG... Like steal yeah, well, of approval, you know. Like I'm, I'm not even married. kidding. Like it's the board G- BGG st- seal of approval. Like it's a little stamp on your game that like that's a recognition from the organizers of that forum. They're like, hey, this is a really good board game, right? Because there's Jesus Christ. Uh, that's enough out of you. Because there are literally millions of people on this forum. Like it's almost bigger than Reddit. It's massive. I wonder how many virgins to non-virgins exist membership you married me <laughs> i sure did yeah so, so that's at least one out of yeah, <laughs> yeah. one down 10, nine nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine to go so um anyway so like when you go into like boardgamegeek.com like you see like all these like complicated fucking games and people just like throwing them out when i took kari to um nan's comics here in houston last weekend I'm just like walking down like a board game aisle. I'm like, look at all these fucking board games. Like most of these like look fucking dumb. Like I look at them and I was like, you know, I'm sure it took a lot of like thought and cleverness to like create the mechanics for this game. But like this doesn't like fill me with anything. Like it just doesn't make me want to play this game. Mm-hmm. The only like thing would make people want to play those games is like, hey, like well, we've already played the next one. Let's play the next one. Let's play the next one. Like, if you're, like, addicted to learning, like, new fucking games, right? And I can totally see almost the value of that. Like, I can understand how people would get addicted to that, you know? just Yeah, like, and I feel like a lot of people do. Which, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There's no. nothing wrong with that. There's way worse things. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like... There for... are worse things to be addicted to, my friends, than board yeah. games. <laughs> but I mean, like, for me, it's like, you know... Wiz War is unabashedly just like a simple game. You know, it's a game that is, yeah. there's no story attached to it. It's just it's, like, hey, hey, it's dummies. A, it's a gateway game. Yeah, like, hey, it's dummies, like, just blast each other with spells. Yeah. Knock down walls, like, throw up, like, fucking walls of fire you and know, illusion spells and shit. And just, like, have fun with it. I am having a memory. A rememory. A rememory. A rememory. <laughs> where... I think we played Wiz War before I ever played D&D. Yeah, absolutely. We played it at The Hobbit. Yeah, and I remember playing Wiz War and thinking like, wow, this makes me... I was almost thinking like, is this what D&D is like? Like, because it was like wizards, like casting spells and like shooting them at each other and like... 
You said I, it about I, in some other game we played too. Like you thought, oh, it was uh, Hero Quest. You're like, you Hero thought Quest. that's what D and D was. I did, yeah. Like moving yeah. like pieces around and shit. I well because you know before I played D and D, like I only had like preconceived notions of what it was, right? And yeah. so, um, you know, and the only my only notions had come from media, right? And like the only times I ever saw D and D talked about in games were you saw them like moving like their character yeah it was always on a board game it was always like they had they had pieces i could see that i I mean i know i'm only thinking of um stranger things right now but i know of course i knew about D &D before it was like hardcore D &D players like that's they actually have pieces and shit you know what i mean like which whatever That'd be cool. But... I would I would love to play like that. Um, oh. I would love to someday have a basement where we can, oh. you know, oh. play for 11 hours oh. the way they do. But I, have, I can't we do have, that. We have small children. Even if we didn't have kids, I couldn't. I don't, I don't That's a whole conversation. I, all I'm saying is, it, no, no, no. I don't want to play for 11 hours. You can, you can barely get me to play for 30 minutes. So, yeah. Yeah. No, that's not possible. Look, what I'm saying is that it would be nice to have a like gaming space in that like if we had like a basement or like yeah. an attic or something. It's like, where, hey, we like, just leave it there. We come leave back it to there it. and we can come back to we it. We lock the fucking doors so the goddamn Nobody, kids can't get in there. Exactly. The passcode. There's right. a troll that hides underneath the fucking wanna, stairs. You gotta f- answer three riddles. I don't want to fish any Demogorgon models out of assholes. <laughs> Because someone chose to swallow it that day. Yeah, I will if I have to. I will if I have to. Yeah. But I don't want to. I made it very clear earlier. We, like, we know. <laughs> yeah, so it's a very, very, very simple. Anyway, getting back to it, very simple game. Um, the pieces are just the, the older version. I'm a big fan of the older version. Pieces are very simple. The art is just like fucking goofy. Like one of the wizards looks just very effeminate, I guess. Like he's like, hmm. He's like casting a spell with like a like one. With he's his, like mm. with his limp wrist. Yeah, with his limp wrist, and he's like he has like this sneer on his face, like mm. like other ones just kind of like goofy. His eyes are crossed, and he has like yeah. of course like a cone shaped hat, like a wizard, and it has stars on it, and it's, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like that's obviously a wizard, and it's cute and whimsical. Yeah, that's what I appreciate about the game for sure. Um, and you can do like anything, like blast down walls and all that crap, and the the, the board is never the same every time you play it. Yeah. Things I don't like about it is the new version. They jammed a bunch of shit into a very simple fucking game that's supposed to be for like kids. It almost seems like sci-fi-y. It yeah, because like it's, like, it's like, oh, you teleport over here and you summon an elemental and now you can have control over an elemental and now you have two figures you can move across. It's like Yeah, dude. it's 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 themes seem and there's school different, different. Yeah, and there's different schools of magic. It's like, oh, well, I have this spell card and like... Oh, I yeah. hit you with my lightning bolt and blah blah blah. Like that's this element school and like I don't want to keep track of that shit. Yeah, I just want to drink a few beers. Yeah, I hang love out the my, old game. Yeah, old hang out with my wife. Better. Yeah, so that's what I like. Yeah, I don't like. Yeah, all right. Are you ready to get re- <sighs> regaled? To get God, every, murdered with every murder? couple of months? I get murdered. Yeah. yeah, that's the whole point of this podcast, sir. God, I'm like, what is it? Sisyphus, the guy, or who's the guy who gets uh, who's chained to the rocks and gets his liver eaten by crows? The one who has to push it up the hill? No, that's Sisyphus. That's the one else. That's the same dude. 
It's the same dude. Is it really? Let's go and Google it and find right. out. Well, we'll I feel like back. I'm that guy. I get murdered every month. Let's let, let's find out. The correct answer is Prometheus. We just Googled it. Yeah, we did. Nailed Any, it. Anyway, time for murder. murder. So the way I'm going to tell you this story, so the way I'm going to tell you this story is, <laughs> um, is through, it's great, radio. it's great radio. I'm so good at this. I should do this as a career. Um, we're going to be talking about the murder of Carla Walker, um, in outside of Fort Worth, Texas, in a yeah. small town outside of Fort Worth, Texas, in 1974, Ooh. which is the, one of the reasons that this particular case stuck out to me was that my mother graduated from high school in 1975. She is the exact same age as my mother. Hmm. And my mother also grew up in Fort Worth, Texas, like went to high school in Fort Worth, Texas. So it was an interesting Interesting. case in that regard because it's kind of like, I mean, yeah, it's parallel, right? Like, yeah, this could have been my mom. So fascinating. Tell me more. Yeah. So I'm going to read to you a description of the crime. Okay. Okay. And then I'm going to tell you about what happens with that crime leading up to today. Do I do I get to guess whether or not the husband did it? Yeah, sure. This girl is a high school senior, but sure. <laughs> sure, why not? Deal. Deal. All right, so this is from, taken from Texas Monthly. I actually read this article today whilst getting a pedicure. So uh, I am extremely well versed <laughs> on the crime. Okay. We, we only do the most in-depth research here at Forge of Death. <laughs> we, 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 yeah. we, we read one article and then we're ready. Yeah. So, in night, I don't get paid enough, right? Like when, when, when one day when our podcast gets sponsored yeah. and I don't have to work anymore and I can do research like, full time. Yeah, we're sure. Like Charmin and I don't know, fucking toilet paper and. Andre I wish we were champagne. sponsored by toilet paper. Wouldn't that be amazing? My God. Yeah. I would love to be sponsored by yeah. some sort of wiping device. Wiping device. Anyway, okay. Ready? In 1974, mm. Carla Walker was a 17-year-old junior at Fort Worth's Western... Oh, okay, so she's a year younger than my mom. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were about to say she was a... I thought she was a senior. I, I, a, correction. Carla I thought Walker she, was a... Junior. Yeah. I don't know why I thought you were going to say like... Remember, we're in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, Yeah, that's true. There's Jews, but there's not a lot. Yeah. Not in Fort Worth anyway. No. It's where white people come from. Yes. That is exactly where white people come from. Like Plano, Texas. Plano, Texas and Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, he was like, yeah, I'm from Plano. I'm like, oh, that's where where white people come from. from. Yeah, Yeah, that's where rich, rich white people come from. Exactly. So, okay. In 1974, Carla Walker was a 17-year-old junior at Fort Worth's Western Hills High School. She was, um, like, a popular girl, right? Like, everybody loved her. She was super friendly. She smiled in the hallways. Like, you know, just kind of... I almost want to... Let me show you a picture of her. Jessie's girl. Yeah, like, look at this. Look at this this picture of her and her boyfriend, Rodney McCoy. I don't... 
I mean, like, Rodney looks like a slug. I kind of okay. Well, don't look at Rodney. Look at look. No. There she is. Right? Yeah, she's adorable. Friendly. Yeah. She's super cute. There's this other picture they have of her um, that I think is just absolutely adorable of her. Let me show it to you. The, this one. Oh wow. Yeah. Just, Man, don't you miss those? Se- yeah. Don't you miss those seventies like glamour shots? Ugh, I wish I had them. I, I wish. Know. I wish the like. Look at the hair. I know. The That's hair is just so hair. it's perfect. Great hair. Took so anyway, a lot of time. Anyway. So anyway, so um, let me get back to my spot here. So Carla is in high school. She's a junior in high school. She's four foot eleven. Probably weighs Holy like shit. Yeah, teeny tiny. She probably weighs like ninety pounds. That's that would be dang, my guess. Because nobody size. nobody ate a goddamn thing back in the seventies. So and what um, they did eat like wasn't like yeah, yeah. Anyway. she was dating a young man named Rodney McCoy okay Rod McCoy yeah he he was a good officer of law uh, okay uh, I know it's a good name it's a solid it's a Texas solid name, name. Rodney McCoy a wiry good-natured kid who was a quarterback of the football team of course, of course. Rodney and Carla talked about enrolling together at Texas Tech they wanted to go to school together. Isn't that sweet? Ugh. She Oh, it's wonderful. I think it's sweet. She told her cl- closest friends that she had no doubt that she and Rodney would said someday marry and start a family. Aww. Right? Isn't yeah, that it's sweet? It's very nice. So, on the evening of February 16th, Rod, and by the way, I am just legit reading this Texas Monthly article. So, no one get angry at me for plagiarism. I don't own any sort of you do you babe yeah the evening of february 16th send it yes yeet it yeet the story uh rodney her boyfriend arrived at the walker's cozy home in benbrook which is where the high school is so there we go triangulation of data there you go uh so he goes to her home in benbrook it's um far west of fort worth to take carla to the school's valentine's day dance so they're going to go to a dance together isn't that nice so when Carla walked down the stairs from her bedroom, she was wearing uh, a the promise ring he had given her. He pinned a corsage to her powder blue dress, then drove her in, her, in his mother's car, a 1969 Ford uh, LTD, to the school cafeteria, where, uh, which had been decorated with pink streamers and paper hearts, right? Like they, they go to a school dance together, right? As teenagers do, yeah. right? So the evening's theme that night was love is a kaleidoscope. Um, and uh, throughout the night, the students danced to a live band. Uh, when the evening ended around 1130, Rodney invited another couple to cruise Camp Bowie Boulevard. Right. So it's probably like a lover's lane or whatever. Yeah. Um, and the Benbrook, Benbrook traffic circle with him and Carla. So they stopped at a couple of teen hangouts. They went to Mr. Quick Hamburgers and Taco Bell Um after dropping off their friends, Rodney and Carla drove to a nearby bowling alley because they were like, we're going to go bowling. Uh, Brunswick uh, Wrigley Bowl. Jesus Christ, so how late were these fucking kids out? They're teenagers. Jesus I don't know. shit. I had to be home by like 10 o'clock when I was a senior. Yeah, but you grew up in the literal middle of nowhere. Ugh. Like, at least in Fort Worth, there's a fucking bowling alley. They're... There was a bowling alley in Penn Valley. I'm just saying. 
It's like the only thing. We, that was the only thing we had. <laughs> so anyway, exactly. So that's why they're at a bowling alley. I don't know. So they Poor so they supervise children. That's oh, what I'll say. they're teenagers. Shut up. So um, so they go to a bowling alley, and so that she could use the bathroom. She needed to go to the bathroom. Anyway, okay. when she climbed back into the car after going to the bathroom, they started kissing. Mm-hmm. Carla leaned back against the passenger door using her purse as a pillow. So I guess they were like making out in the car, which once again, teenagers, that's what they do. Hot and heavy. Gross. Teenagers PDA makes me extremely uncomfortable. (sighs) Yeah. As a high school, as a high school teacher, nothing made me more uncomfortable than watching teenagers. It's the only PDA that makes me uncomfortable. Like adults could be like making out and be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Right. I'm just like, ew, gross. But like teenagers doing any sort of sexual activity, it makes me want to vomit. Anyway, so while they're kissing, the passenger door, the side that Carla's on, flies open. Oh. Uh, Rodney, the boyfriend, would later say that he caught a glimpse of a tall man with short brown hair. The assailant, the assailant, the assailant was wearing a vest. He began bludgeoning Rodney over the head with the butt of a pistol, like he was uh. pistol whipping him. Um. At some point, the gun's magazine clip dislodged and fell into the parking lot. The man grabbed Carla. Rodney, barely conscious, heard him say, quote, You're coming with me, aren't you, sweetie? Close quote. Mm. Yeah. And as Rodney is losing consciousness, he, he, he hears her say, Rodney, go get my dad. Go get my dad. And he's like losing consciousness, right? Yeah. Rodney comes to in the driver's seat sometime around 1 a.m. So my guess would be not that much 20, 10, 20 minutes later, yeah. maybe, right? He sped to their home, to her home, um, less than a mile away, right? It's a small town, Texas. Okay. He sped to their home. He drove up over the curb onto the front lawn and slammed on the brakes and like ran into the house. Uh, Carla's parents, uh, Layton and Doris, great name. Layton, that is an awesome name. Um, they were still awake, playing dominoes in the dining room with relatives. Um, At one in the morning. It's Saturday. You have teenagers. Come on. That's going to be us, bro. Um, Carla's little brother, Jim, who was 12, 12 at the time, um, and her elder sister, who was 18, were in the living room watching television. They heard someone banging on the front door and were stunned to see Rodney, blood dripping down his face. He was frantic. Mr. Walker, they've got her, he shouted. They're going to hurt her bad. Um, so Layton did not even, like the dad didn't hesitate. Uh, he's a retired Air Force lieutenant, grabbed his pistol, and ran, like, raced to the bowling alley as fast as he could. Uh, their mom Doris dialed the operator on the family's phone and asked to be connected to the police the officer soon arrived searching the parking lot they found Carla's purse along with the magazine clip that had been ejected from the assailants I don't know why I can't say assailant assailant that's a hard word why I want to say assailant assailant it's AI not yeah the assailant's weapon so other cops drove surrounding streets in cop cars uh, looking for Carla, right? Um, after the sun rose the next morning, uh, more joined the hunt, right? Exactly. 
Um, peering through binoculars, few circled the city in helicopters. So they're just searching for her, right? They're searching for her nonstop. Yeah. Yeah. It's a small town, right? Like at the time, back in the early 70s, Fort Worth had like 400,000 people. Um, That's like twice, twice. It's like, dude, it's like, what are you looking for? Like, you don't have a description of the car. Like, I. You know. Yeah, you don't know what happened to her. All you exactly. have, all you have, is what the boyfriend has to offer. Yeah, like right. Descri- the rough who was o- who was obviously attacked. Yeah. Right. Like a rough description of a guy. And that's yeah. Um, that sucks. So on February twentieth, which is four days later, after Carla's disappearance, two of the officers assigned to look for her were driving along a remote two-lane road near Benbrook Lake about five miles southwest of the bowling alley, and they spotted um, a culvert, which is a concrete tunnel built Mm -hmm. to let water flow beneath the road, um, and pulled over to look inside. They saw a young woman lying on her back. Her face and neck were covered with scratches and deep bruises. It was Carla. Mm -hmm. Uh, Her blue dress was bloody and ripped in several places. Her bra was 